When I first started seminary, I was one of those that thought I had it all understood, had it all figured out that nobody could teach me anything new about who God was or how God worked. And I, I remember, and I've shared this story before, being in class and one of my professors saying, give me some descriptors for God and we would name them off and he would write them on the board. And then after we had a, a list of about 50 descriptors, he said, all right, now choose three that you think are the key characteristics of God. And so we did as individuals. And then he said, all right, and now choose one. And me being a know-it-all, me being, unknowing everything there was to know, made the proclamation, with all due respect, sir, if I could do that, or if you could do that, rather, your God is too small. Only to find out later that the man in which I was speaking to was the dean of students. Um, only to find out later that what he was trying to get us to realize is that there are ways in which we understand God. And for each of us, that may be a different way. But what he was trying to point out is that God is greater, God is bigger than even we can understand, or even our own comprehension will allow us to understand. And so, throughout seminary, my understanding of God evolved of that I would never be able to fully understand an infinite God with a finite with, with my finite mind. Or as my favorite quote from my, one of my favorite authors, Donald Miller, says, I can no more understand the totality of God than the blueberry in my pancake can understand the totality of me. And today, the scripture is a familiar one. It's one that we think we already know. Some of us would say, oh, it's the story of the three wise men. Well, first off, it doesn't ever mention the number. And secondly, uh, many of us feel like they were there uh, at, on the night of the birth, and we come to find out that they weren't. And so even this story can challenge us and push us in our understanding of what we think we know. And this story is going to give us two approaches, if you will, to how we can encounter Christ. In Matthew chapter 2, we hear that in the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, and they came asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east, and have come to pay him homage. And when King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, they inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. So, so Herod hears this and automatically goes to fear, and we're going to talk about that as to why he does so, but he brings in all of his wise men, if you will, and says, where was he to be born? And they quote to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah, for you shall come from, from you shall come a ruler who is shepherd my people Israel. So Herod secretly called the Magi, those that had come searching, and he learned from them the exact time when the star appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you found him, bring him to me. 
so that I may also go and pay homage. So when they had heard the king, they set out on their way with the star in front of them and until it stopped over a place where the child was. And when they saw that the star stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy as they entered the house. And they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. And then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another way. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You ever had to deal with a hard truth? Just because a, a truth is hard to deal with is not necessarily, as we would describe it, palatable. doesn't make it any less true. Truth can be hard to hear. Truth can be hard to handle. Especially when it challenges our own understandings. Our own wants and desires. As I've mentioned before, I'm a bit of a, a control freak. And, and part of that is that my desire growing up was that I always wanted to be able to control people's perception of me. I, I would present and I would put on a facade just so that people would perceive me in a certain manner. And, and through a series of trials and tribulations over the past probably four or five years... And through sitting and talking with people, therapists and family and friends, I've come to realize, you know what? I can only control what I can control. And one thing I can't control is how people will perceive me. How people will view me. And, and as I think about that and how hard that is for me to swallow, I start to think about if the truth is never tough to swallow... Are we really hearing truth, or are we just hearing what we want to hear? Are, are you catering to your own wants, thoughts, and agenda? And throughout Scripture, what we hear is that God isn't worried about what is easy to hear, but God is worried about the truth. And in today's passage, there's this story that shows two ways that we can approach the truth, that we can approach Christ. We can find ourselves like Herod, fearful, wanting God to be like us, wanting to keep control of our kingdom. You see, that's what caused the fear in Herod. What if I lose power? What if I lose control? What if my kingdom crumbles? And many of us, this happens even when we don't realize it, that we go, oh, Jesus Christ is Lord. However, we are living as Lord of our own lives and just bringing Jesus aside whenever it's convenient to us. You know, growing up, my brother bought a tape, a cassette, of Jeff Foxworthy. And you know, he was a comedian that was famous for his you might be a redneck lines. And I want to kind of piggyback on that and go, hey, you might be playing God if God hates all the same people you do. You might be playing God 
If you've never been challenged to step outside of your comfort zone, you might be playing God if you think that others are outside of God's grace. You might be playing God if you've convinced yourself that you're better than you are. And so are you a Herod? Are we a Herod? One fearful of losing control because we fear that that may cause us to lose our own kingdom. Or do we allow God to change, challenge, and shift us? Like the, like the Magi did when they went home a different way. You could use that to say that they went home by a different path. They didn't go left, they went right. Or you could say that they went home changed. And if God has never really changed or challenged or shifted you, have you ever really encountered God? Or have you just countered a thing that you worship? Are you living as a Herod? You see, this was what I started to realize when I understood that God is greater. And God is bigger than even I can fathom when I was in seminary. Was, was that everything that I thought I knew may not be the truth, but I needed to go to God to understand, and that even when I thought I understood, there was more to understand. Wrap your mind around that. The question today is, are you a Herod? Or are you like the Magi, coming to encounter Christ and leaving changed every time? Are you heralding the birth of our Lord, or are you Herod? In order to truly understand who God is and how God is at work in our world, I put in our newsletter at Forest UMC this past week that we need to spend some time in prayer seeking God's guidance and direction. That, that our New Year's resolution needs to be to resolve, to spend time in Scripture, searching them as opposed to allowing them or rather, allowing them to search us as opposed to just searching them for our own wants and desires. In this new year of 2023, my hope is that it will be a year of growth, of forgiveness, of repentance and mercy as we journey together. As we seek to go forth changed because we have encountered Christ. That we would not be Herod, but that we would herald the name of our Lord and Savior, as we give up control to our Lord. Amen and amen.